Everybody, can you hear us? Can you hear Ernesto? <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, let us know. Let us know. Drop some comments below. Let us know where you're from. Let us know where you're from. And then uh, in a couple minutes here, we'll, we'll get started with the discussion. Let's make sure we have the okay. stream going. This is the first time. Um, so, Ernesto, I'm sure I, you know, you've been on my channel before. Uh, and these Friday ones I usually use as like a, like a brain dump of, of what's going on this week. But then okay. I figured um, since you hit me up this morning, I'm like, dude, it'd be so cool to just have us both sit down in this in this forum and go through this you know the latest news that are hap that's happening in the elon world especially with love twitter it. and all that stuff so um love it and i've yeah. loved our conversations in the past so i feel like we both kind of like like riff off of, off of each other really well so i'm excited awesome to see what kind awesome. of shit show we're gonna have here <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> it's gonna be fun it's crazy it's crazy time look remember um I just want to start off with one thing. Remember when you, well, when Elon made the move, right? To like, oh, I'm going to buy Twitter. Yeah. And you, I think you reached out. You were like, hey, do you want to do, do you want to talk about this? And I was just like more in shock. Like, I don't know what's going on. What? You know? Yeah. Um, and it took me a while actually to process a bunch of it. And I'm sure mm -hmm. it has for others. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I had this weird gut feeling like not, not, not the right. I'm on the camp of the not the right move. I don't okay. think it's good. And okay. now I have some thoughts around all of that. I mean, if you want to go into some of that. Yeah, but... I'd love to. Let me let me just confirm with the chat. Chat, if you guys yeah. can confirm for us that you can hear me okay and that you can hear Ernesto okay. And then as soon as we get confirmation there, we'll get started. I think okay. somebody said I can hear you. I just need a couple more folks just to confirm for us. By the way, we have people from Switzerland, Australia, uh, hey. Toronto, Finland, wow. Canada. Switzerland, uh, you're like happy hour. You're, yeah. You're, you're at happy hour. <laughs> I know. Y'all better be drinking over there in, in Europe, in Europe land. <laughs> Friday. Yeah, right? We got Austria. Perfect. I right, can't hear you both. We got Alaska. Perfect. Okay, loud and clear in Iceland. Okay, beautiful. Very cool. All right. Thank you all very much for joining. Uh, don't forget to like just so more more people can see this as it, as it, uh, as it goes through the YouTube land and uh, we'll get started with the discussion. Okay, so um, actually before we even do that, Ernesto, you want to quickly introduce yourself to the audience and uh, plug your, your channel, all that good stuff, sure. and then we'll get started. Yeah, just so people know your background. Yeah, I'm Ernesto Glucksman, and my show is called Through the Noise um, Podcast. There's a Through the Noise band, but I'm definitely the podcast guy. <laughs> Um, and I've been on that show, I just basically chasing down the world of, you know, climate, uh, climate tech and AI. And, uh, you know, I'm on the side of like, we need more electrons, we need less CO2. So it's just an exploration of all the companies that are doing incredible work there. So appreciate it. Uh, let me plug that. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you want to kick off the discussion? So, sure. you know, what, whatever's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was, you know, that was the impetus. You know, how long has it been since he made those moves? Like a couple of weeks, three weeks or whatever. Weeks, yeah. And then today I pick up my CNBC and there's Dan Ives on TV. And I'm like, anytime I see that guy talk, that guy is sharp, right? Like he, yeah. like that's, he, he's got, he like understands markets. And so click and it's like him saying, it's not like he just woke up too, or he's got a cold <laughs> or something. And he was saying that Elon just tweeted uh, that the deal is on suspension until mm -hmm. like further discovery of like how many spam users, like apparently less than 5% the user base, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what? And then Dan Ives fills in the blank of like why that's like, that's like so out there. I mean, 
it's not so much the investigation. I think it's partly like the way, I mean, obviously Elon's going to, what did you say my email when I responded? Like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is crazy. This is like, what's happened? You were like, well, Elon does what Elon does. Yeah, Elon's going to Elon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, what is going on? Because I, I mean, obviously this past week's been, no, the past two weeks has been awful in the markets. Like everything's yeah. been tanking, right? So the past few months rather, you know, it's been, it's been, yes. uh, it's been going down for a while. Yes. We're yeah. probably going to hit that recession, like whatever, how they measure recession, right? Like two down markets and two quarters or something, uh, you know, but yeah. I mean, I think Dan Ives thinks that this is going to just throw this whole thing into the whole deal into a circus mode. Yeah. I think what he's trying, I mean, maybe he's not trying, I'm with Dan, like I think he's trying to get a better price because yeah, it's gone, everything's gone down, right? I think so, that's a hundred percent it. I think, I think you know? it's, it's the combination of those two things. If you think about like the, the current macro markets, I forget who said this this morning. I was watching a couple of things about it just to, just to get myself a little bit more educated as well on the topic. The you have to think about two major things that have happened recently with the deal. One is the macro markets and the stock market and the economy, really. Everything's getting repriced, right? So you have a yeah. stock market where everything is down. Basically, everything's down 20, 30 percent, especially like even even huge companies like Disney and other companies have taken a tremendous hit uh, as it pertains to valuation of, of those companies in the stock market. So that's one thing. And then the second thing is uh, on Twitter's latest quarterly call. And then folks in the chat, feel free to correct me here um, on the latest quarterly call of Twitter they made an adjustment to their uh, user, how many users they had either live or how many users were real. They uh, mm-hmm. they essentially lowered the percentage of active real users. And I think the combination of those two things, um, oh. it, regardless of how Elon's thinking about the angle, but I think that, you know, one can make the argument that those two events are valid enough for anybody to say, hey, listen, like, I think, I think we should sit down and talk about this a little bit further because from the time I made the offer to now, the stock market's down 15, 20%. Everything's getting repriced. Oh, and by the way, on your latest quarterly report, you before he even before they accepted the deal, so so sorry, after he they accepted the deal, they came out and said, mm-hmm. Hey, we have to rejigger our what live users are, like how many live users we actually have that well, are non-bots. Well, well yeah. why didn't Elon mention the live users? He mentioned the spam bots. Part well, it. it's, so it's 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 inverse, right? So spam bots are the ones that aren't real users, essentially. So when I say live users, I mean like the, the like but real then human he beings. Said, but yeah. then like okay, the value is the live users of Twitter, right? The the part that's crap, the part that you can try to solve, it's is getting rid of the bots, right? Right. So, but he's saying it's. I thought the tweet read that it was lower. It was like five percent. It gave me the sense that it was like unexpectedly lower amount of bots right. they didn't have as many bots so maybe i read that wrong no I, I you're right but i think correct. i think the argument he's making is that say twitter has 100 million users total uh-huh. and say twitter is saying that they have less than five percent of those so uh, less than five million are bots right but if they recently made a adjustment to their to their user base that says our our, our 100 million is really 95 million right then really the true value of twitter is directly linked to how many real users there are on the network you know yeah, what but i'm saying it, but, but was the original the original number so remember maybe it was like three percent was bots but now it's gone up to five percent bots i can kind of understand like whoa there's a bigger mess here for me to like try to untangle 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, but I don't, but it didn't sound like that was the thing. It sounded like it went down the bots. I could be wrong. See, I don't know. I don't, I don't, think so. I, mean, I don't know if anybody's got that, but anybody in the comments, check us if we're wrong here, but I, I don't know. Let me see. What whatever, honestly, whatever the investigation is. And I think Dan, I point was, it didn't go through like the proper, like discuss, like you buy, like when you're buying a house, you got to do, you know, you got to do your due diligence. You're in a deal, right. you agree to the number that it's going to be. And then you got to kind of go in there and look at like, well, you know, when I offered it, I didn't see it was going to, the problem was going to be this big and I have to fix that. Right. Or low, you, you know, seller, you lower your price because I have to take that, you know, I have to use more money to fix the problem before I buy it from you. Like the yeah. negotiations happen in that spot. Yeah. But I think, Hey, Elon just throwing it out there on like just happenstance with Twitter just gives us like bad impression that it's just like, you know, on Twitter, sure. just, like Elon just woke up suddenly regretting making the deal. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, you could be right. I mean, honestly, you could be right. That, that, I want to highlight a quick comment here. So next big feature set, um, Hindenburg Research, uh, which is a um, Hindenburg, which is a uh, it's a fund that usually um, like shorts companies, you know, like they're known for like uh, going against the grain as far as like, you know, they think companies are going to go lower. So they short companies in the hopes that uh, they make money as a company loses value. Right. So they said uh, Hindenburg Research said Elon has all the power and put out the case for this rene renegotiation. This is an excuse to renegotiate. Musk knew uh, there were a lot of bots, but Twitter opened the door by revealing one to two percent double counting for the past three years in the last quarterly uh report so um thank you next okay. big feature so that i mean that could be one of the biggest reasons why right it sounds like more bots the bigger problem so right. therefore let's lower the price because the value of this is not that great oh but by the way it coincides with the fact that all the markets are down so capital costs are higher for exactly. to like purchase it so yeah i mean I would do the same thing, but don't you do that kind of behind the doors as you're doing the disclosures? Don't you? Why would you go out and like, eh, let me just bang this out on t on Twitter? So I think that's you where know? Elon's like so different from uh, anyone else, honestly, right or wrong. You know, like yeah. I think this is his this is his unorthodox nature of trying to um, solve a problem. You know, and and right. for the sake of transparency, because that's another thing too that I think Elon has shown in the past he's is that he's that. he's trying to be as transparent as humanly possible, and perhaps he feels that because he's uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's a, a part of the deal is that a percentage of the share he's going to borrow against a percentage of his shares to fund the deal uh, of Tesla shares. Sure. So yeah, otherwise you get the sell so much so it's yeah you make exactly. you get a big loan and you get those other investors lined up and you make the case for how they're going to get their money back exactly all of that has been made but now just the way he approached it sounds like that's all now up in the air to be renegotiated right right, right. but i think, like, I think he has that, to go, sorry go yeah. ahead no go ahead no, I was going to say, I think I think that's why it, it's as public as it is. It's because there's so much tied to, there's a significant portion of the deal that's theoretically tied to the Tesla shares of, of him borrowing against them. That's a personal matter, but maybe in his head, he thinks, okay, I owe transparency because I am using, uh, I'm taking loans out against Tesla and Tesla has a giant, you know, I have a very big investor base and it seems like my decision to buy Twitter is somehow correlated to Tesla. And so I feel like I need to be open and, and, and transparent about what I'm doing here because it's the right thing to do, you know. And right. I think that's he always he operates exactly He's like very know. principled in that way, um, which, is, which weird. is one again, <laughs> which, is, which is like it's weird. It's weird. Yes, especially right? coming from the guy that lives in Washington D.C. Transparency is rather odd here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think in business in general, I think most you think yeah. about most business dealings are done behind closed doors. You know. 
Yeah. I mean, there's so much at risk and the misinterpretation or even just simply like the, the perception, like, right. That's what Elon said, right. The, he, he, he abhors the perception of doing good. He wants to just do good. Right. And like people right. that pretend to just do good, but that that's all part of his, probably his ethos. I think you're right about that. Um, there was something I wanted to mention on, on this though. Um, I mean, what do you, where's your stance then on like, it, Oh, here's the thing. I don't know if you saw the financial times interview with Elon Musk recently. Yeah. It was about a week ago. Yeah. It was him and then his co-founder. And I think they were like, they were there to sort of share more of like the, the nature of how Tesla got started. Right. Yeah. Cause there's some questions or whatever. Um, and I, there was one question the reporter at whoever that guy was um, asked Elon, Hey, do you, I could be totally mis misparaphrasing this, but basically it was like a question about like, do you think you're exposing Tesla to, you know, what your fiduciary duty to Tesla that now you're purchasing this Twitter asset? Like, do you think that could impact the stock price? And I think that um, uh, Elon paused there to really, mm -hmm. I mean, he always pauses to think about his answers, unlike mm -hmm. me, but he did make a pause. I wonder if that like, it, that it inserted like a little bit of a doubt in his mind, whether the move to grab Twitter is a good idea. Cause I am definitely on the camp of like, no, like I would have been like, what? Like that was my initial reaction and it's stuck. I think it's just not good to get into the quagmire of social media comments. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's the, the, even the suggestions that he sort of started to put out there, like what he would want to change and bring more transparency. I think they're all fraught with problems. Mm -hmm. like I, I've been stepping through this stuff and it's like, mm -hmm. It just yeah. looks like a giant distraction from everything else. And, I lo and I'd love yeah. to pick your brain on this because I'm, I'm on the opposite camp. So this is going to be like okay. an awesome, awesome uh, okay, debate good. here. Um, I think so as far as the, the host potentially implanting something in his brain that says, uh, you know, like a new thought, I highly, highly doubt that. I think just, just the feel of it, though, he uh, we should go back and get that clip out and put it in here. Just OK, like, I don't know. Because it's like, he, like I you're trying to like see what his emotions are about yeah. the question he gets. Right. Like, he, can't read that guy. Yeah, I don't. But. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think. I think Elon's super measured. I, I think he. He's. He's. Um. Really, there's only been like one or two times that I can think in the past where he's made a decision where it perhaps was not like. So, for example, the the even the four. You know, when, when he said funding secured, like the back the the four twenty, I'm going private four twenty thing. Uh, he's mm -hmm. still arguing that that was the right decision. That was one of the biggest ones that people have been like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Um, mm -hmm. th there was another one where he um, he decided turns to. Turns out he did have it secured, right? Like it turns out like he, that was. He all, was trying yeah. to prove yeah. that he did. Like he has, yeah. you know, he has backup for it uh, essentially. Uh, there was another time where he decided that he wants to. Uh, I think he, he wanted to close down all the sales centers for Tesla, like back in. 2018 or something um i forget when it happened exa exactly but then you know he changed his mind I, I just don't i i really don't think so i think he he understands the the whole landscape of it and i think he from the beginning he in my opinion my opinion it doesn't mm -hmm. seem like he would get he would make a 44 billion dollar deal uh on a whim i, I think he's, he's, he's much more <laughs> would, calculated right? than that you know what i'm saying yeah exactly right. i think yeah he really, I, I, yeah I, and I, I, you know, and then to kind of think about like, okay, well, what is like, where's the sense of confidence comes from? It looks like yeah. overwhelming demand for Tesla cars, like, oh, like ridiculous astronomical demand that Tesla can't m meet because 
they're trying to scale and to production as fast as possible. And it seems like it's boundless, right? Like they, they've had to increase the prices of cars, not because things are costing more, but it's just to try to shorten the line waiting for your car. Like when you purchase the car, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's just an amazing thing that he's, he's on there. So that's not going to give him worries about that, but I can tell you, like, I would be worried about stepping into the role of a referee in the public square, right? Okay. Like, I feel that's like, there's just all kinds of issues. And I've been having, I've had a long time, like, concerns about social media, just in general. Like, I, I used to be a big Twitter, like, I lo- when Twitter first came out, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was mm-hmm. like, this is, I can get it. I can follow, like, experts. I can see that, like, the general den, the things that they're covering. Like, it was fantastic. And and it was for a while, for a long while. But then somewhere around there, they they changed the model of the fees to like a relevance model. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard about that, mm-hmm. but 2017. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the major mistakes I think social media has done in general. That's actually hurt like the public discourse. It's like mm-hmm. instead of just... Sh- like they had this issue before the relevance model. They had this issue where like, if you followed a thousand people and you're getting real-time tweets, you're not going to be able to keep up with any of that or Facebook posts or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. Like when they went to the relevance where they're just trying to show you like the most relevant or the most, like they were going, there was actually a step in there where they were just showing you like the most engaged posts or the most engaged tweets while you were gone. Here's the thing you would see. Mm -hmm. They switched that to like, well, what is the stuff that actually encourages you to engage with even more? That's the relevance model. And that started the, like the downfall of like social media, as far as I'm concerned, right? Because the main thing is everybody's monkey brain is predisposed to get angry, fearful, whatever it is to the things that you see. Those are the things that are going to, you're going to react to more frequently. Right. right? Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to keep going with that, but that's, that's, that's one problem. And it's, it's this, it's, it's algorithmic, right? It has, it has all the, it has the, you know, the intended consequence that it's more profitable. Yeah. It makes these things really sticky, but it has the unintended consequence of just like messing with us all with like what drives us to get upset about. But isn't that, right? isn't that a direct correlation to the ad model as well? Like, wouldn't you only do that if you're trying to drive more clicks on your platform because you're reliant on ads to add revenue to your platform? Yes, because right? if the one thing true. you think about, if you, if yeah. you really think about it, the one thing that that is one of the th- key things that he's looking to change with this uh, taking a private is that he wants to rely on ad revenue way less. I think forty Reduce to forty five percent, and make it more subscription based or some other way of, of of monetizing the platform that is not dependent on ads because of exactly what you described. Because yes, be- because of that, but behavior. it doesn't take the relevance model out. He's not saying we're going to take the relevance model out. He's not, he's, he's saying, you know, like one of the solutions to this is like, okay, we got to open source the algorithms. And by the way, I'm a big proponent about open source software. Like, yes, yes, we should. I just don't think that that's going to get us what we think. It's just going to, it's just going to reinforce the relevance model in terms of like how it works. Why? But it's because the effectively your Twitter account has, its own algorithm versus mine. Like what is relevant to you is different from what's relevant to me. And the algorithms are self-correcting to give, giving, given based on like what I engage in. So unless we're willing to actually go back to, you know, just real time, like when you, you know, far as I tweet something, I see it. 
if you want to go to that that approach, we're still going to like the 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 algorithm's still going to have this pr- propensity over time to give us more and more negative content that stimulates us. That's the that's to me that's the core issue with these systems. We, how do you fix that? You got you got to fix people. I mean, you're not going to fix people, right? You're you how do you tw- then you're going to get into the realm of tweaking the algorithm. Let me think about it like think about it like this. So like, so let me let me just let me just re- rephrase that for my brain. So are you saying okay. that humans inherently are not uh we, like we we shouldn't will social media always end up in us self destroying ourselves in a, in a yes. sense. So yes. that that's sort of your stance is like social media yes. period it, the end game is destruction is yes. how you view. Think of your brain. Okay, think of your brain. Think of your brain. Your brain is Woo! like reacts to shit that's wrong. Your uh-huh. desk is disorganized or this piece of software sucks or you know, you see the snake in the grass. Like your brain is optimized to like find disorder and kind of like, "Oh, what's going on over there? You're driving down the road, there's a car accident. What does everybody do?" Everybody slows down because everyone wants to take a look at like what's weird. No one pays attention when the road's like working. No one cares when the software does the job. It just sort of falls behind. Like, you know, it's 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 so, in our natural proclivity to like look at the accident. So, so let me let me let me yeah. give you a, a an alternate reason why Twitter could exist, right? So, okay. so let me ask you with let me ask this question: Do you think there is a market for the truth? right now in 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 the world heck yeah heck yeah i mean yes we need it i feel like what if twitter so what if twitter is that solution so instead of like instead of thinking of it as an algorithm that's going to like give you what your brain uh theoretically could be look like i completely agree with you we have a monkey brain and it's like there's just synapses that most of us have that like it's it's unstoppable like we we can't stop it like it's like oh my god shiny thing oh you know like you said accident i gotta look at it but i feel like there is a there is a gigantic market right now for the truth and there's a gigantic market for just tell me what the fuck's going on in a sense you know like i just want to know what's going on and in in my head i think that is what he's trying to solve it's it's he's trying to hit that market and the view the way i view that is that that is a completely separate um um sort of thing that versus what Twitter is today. So like Twitter, like you said, it's, you know, there's two ways of having Twitter. It's the chronological order and you got the relevance, right? Which is, I think 80% plus users use relevance. And I bet you most of them don't even know they can do chronological order. So it's like they go on Twitter or Facebook or Snapchat or TikTok, God forbid. And then boom, it's just, uh, you know, dopamine, dopamine, dopamine hit. But I think, I think Twitter is not going to be geared towards that. It's going to be geared towards just tell me what the truth is. Just tell me, just give me tools at least give me some way to understand what the truth is because there's a market for it and if and if one thing that i think elon has proven is that he understands how to solve uh business needs that mm. are transformational for society and i sure. think the truth is that right i'm going i mean that's what i want it i want let's just say i want if that's the d- direction i want it to happen yeah, I just don't see it. I mean, I don't see the possibilities. Like, I think of it this way: you like the video of your neighbor mowing, you know, the grass. No one cares. Your mm-hmm. neighbor losing his shit because you have an argument with him, and you record that. Okay, there's some some of them cares, but the neighbor losing their shit at a political rally, 
Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's like monkey. That that's just like that's monkey a brain. that's just it's so easy to find an audience for that. You just go, oh okay, send that video to yeah. this group of people on the other side, and they're gonna be like, look at those assholes. That political party is full of guys losing their shit. So then you have social justice warriors, and then you have anti-social justice warriors, and you yeah. just like the, the the algorithm is like. It's dispassionate. It's just it's just trying to get you to see shit that you would like so that you click on the platform more. Now, to the extent that we could reduce the advertising model associated with that, I think that's a great idea because, yes, we don't need like the the clicks, you know, that that, that game, like the click for money, the clickbait stuff. That's not. That yeah, that drives that that algorithm into play. You know that that makes it happen. But how do you then get to the truth? Even if you were to go to some new m- algorithmic model, like you're the, the like the second problem is jumping into becoming a content moderator. I mean, that's its own nightmare. By Why the does way. a human have to do that? Actually, before we even do that, let me let me read your okay. comment because it kind of like okay. uh, jumps into this. So, uh, yeah. Fenris the Thule. Sorry, I'm like so bad with pronouncing names, but uh, he said uh, I agree with Farzad about uh, about the the truth thing, but I also think that there's a gigantic aversion to truth. Just look at anti-vaxxers, flat earthers, birds aren't realers, religious extremists, so on and so forth. So it's kind of like kind of playing to what you're saying a little bit from that angle. I would as make well. an argument that those people in their feeds, that's the truth to them like that's their truth and the algorithm just feeding that now are there trolls out there that recognize that and are generating content that feeds misinformation and then the algorithm just finds the profiles that this thing will do well with yeah like tons of them like it that's a cottage industry right so but I think I think I think there is a distinction between what people th- see as their truth and mm. being exposed to information that is not biased or or like heavily biased or or inherently untrue. You know what I'm saying? I think there's yes. there's, there's a difference there. So mm. I think if we clean up the it's almost like garbage in, like you know like in the data world, garbage in, garbage out. If you have garbage data, you're going to get garbage results, right? So in my head, people's brains are the are like the dashboard or the or the thing that's uh that's um that's taking the information in it's it's using it it's using its brain to do whatever and then it outputs some sort of output right if if social media and and the internet is built in a way so that the 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 bad information is incentivized all you're going to get is humans that output uh information that is not based in reality or facts and how do you categorize bad information like how do you categorize that so that we can identify that and have the algorithm not a human who probably is biased is subjective to the whims of their you know how they decide things yeah how do you categorize that content to like not get as much traction right like how do you do that so so would you say that so so the way i'm thinking about it is and again i don't i don't fucking have a solution here at all <laughs> I know, right? like i am <laughs> like this is so outside of my like this is way beyond any area of expertise that I would ever have, and I'm not an expert at anything. Okay, so this is just me talking about. But, but the way the way I think about it is okay. So uh, this is Pareto rule for me. Okay, so 80% of the garbage is going to come from 20% of publications or data. Maybe maybe even more extreme. There is very small pockets of mm-hmm. of of publications or information or information that's generating some sort of uh news articles or whatever you want to call it that is just that that's just geared to 
uh, either misinform or they have some sort mislead. of agenda, mislead, mislead whatever you want to call just, it. Yes, right? yes. And we right. know because Tesla's been the brunt of that for a long time. Sure. So much. And you dig a little bit in the story. If you're just a superficial, superficially following Tesla, yeah. you, you just think you just rattle off 10 different stories of like, wow, that's that's crazy stuff. But then you yeah. dig in those stories because no one has time to dig into stuff. Yeah. And then you're just shocked about but I how think you can skim is, you can right? skim that 20 that top 20%. And I, and I don't know if it's banning, I don't know if it's I have no idea what the actual mechanism is to clean that up, but I think it's it's a lot less work. It's a lot less complex than we think because because the Pareto rule holds true everywhere. So of course it's going to be hard. Of course it's going to be difficult. But I don't think it's going to be impossible. I think you can clean up discourse dramatically. You can 10x the the quality of discourse by by dealing with the top 20% of the noise creators out there. How we yeah, do it, who, I have no freaking idea. Who are we right? going to call a noise creator? If we use like Tesla's example, we're going to create, what's her name? I should have named her. She's Missy like Gunnings? Washington. No, another one. Washington. Joe Biden. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wall Street Journal. <laughs> Wall Street Journal. Laura. I think, I, think I, know, I think I know what you're talking about. You know, I'm trying to remember yeah. like a classic example, of, like somebody who definitely dislikes everything related to Tesla and then just yeah. keeps covering like the worst. Covers the acts, the car, oh, the latest oh. Tesla car accident. Oh. Covers like, oh, the FS, you know, FSD's not ready. Yeah. The LIDAR stuff. She's just I have her face. I have her face. You know what I, mean? I, I see her face. I don't know her name. Like, I forget her name. Something. like you just mentioned her in the right to it, in the right Tesla form and everybody goes, oh, man. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So if but anybody like, in the chat knows her name, let us know. Laura, Laura Colodny? I don't think so. Think yeah, so. that's Is right. That Something like that. Okay. Say that again. Laura, Laura Colodny? Colodny? Yes. That's Is that her? her. Okay. Yeah. I'll so, somebody else. <laughs> I mean, I bet she thinks she's doing the right thing. She's what she does. She's a journalist. She's supposed to find the criticisms and some facts and then just like, and she doesn't have a lot of time to probably put it all together. And that's good enough. Hit publish. Yeah. Boom. Get that. Get those clicks in there. Like, how are we, how are you, how would. How would any algorithm or human moderated algorithm kind of go like, hey, you're really not giving a fair shake here on these criticisms? So why don't we so so is so shouldn't Twitter then just become the place where, where we solve how to do that? Like, there's got to be a solution. You know, there has to be a solution to this. The I don't know of, that you know, there is a solution. I think the I think it's like it's like trying to make cigarettes less harmful. It's it's in the thing that you're burning and inhaling. Like you can't make them less harmful in that uh, when you're smoking them, right? <laughs> you're finally when you're finally scrolling mm. through this content and the and it's a relevance model, you know. So it's just part of it. Like I got some ideas of what could possibly work, and I have some thoughts about like what you know what I don't think will make any difference, but I. It's hard. I, think, the, I would say the category of reducing the advertising pressure, the yeah. advertising revenue pressure on on, on on Twitter is in the maybe category for me. Like that could actually definitely have an impact. How is this um, any different than solving, like, for example, say that right now the, you know, agree or disagree on the chat, but uh, there is a yeah. big problem with money and politics in a way, right? Where, where money like drives a lot of the incentives behind how, how certain politicians behave, who they partner up with from a lobby perspective, right? Um, 
and and one of the things that has been floated in the past is that hey if we if we if we clean up the way money is flows around in the political sphere and we can uh align the will of the people with the money and who gets the money then we clean up theoretically our political system much more and it becomes a much more effective political system uh wouldn't that apply automatically to social media and it becomes much less cancerous you know because it's almost like it's almost i, I think of it as like water like water is keeps you alive but too much water kills you as well like not, <laughs> nothing is gonna be like nothing is gonna be like perfect 100 percent supreme no but there are no. certain there are certain so there are certain things in the world that exist that have an outsized positive outcome if it's harnessed in the right way and yeah some people might suffer from it and it might have some downsides but the net positive of that thing is so much better than 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 we realize but it's just we haven't harnessed the power of it yet you know, mm -hmm. so it's almost it's almost like freaking like like um, burning fossil fuels. Like that's a perfect example. You know, mm -hmm. we would not have our civilization today unless we were putting shit into the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? That's how I view social media. That's how I view Twitter. Mm -hmm. Th that's the lens that I view it through. And I could that's be wrong. Point. You know, that's a solid point. I would I, I would argue. Although and it's abstract. Did, it's abstract. And I don't have any solid things that says, hey, this is exactly why it's going to work. But like to me, there's just certain things we can harness for the net positive outcome of humankind. And then we got to figure out how to clean up the, the, the shit that it's sort of spewing, you know, in its tailpipe so that we can move forward as a species and then we don't end up collapsing. Yeah. You know? I, I I don't disagree with the notion that like it like in politics we need to we need to get rid of the monetary uh, incentive. Okay. But like in politics, asking politicians to give up their ability to run their campaigns or, or collect money for their campaigns, <laughs> you, you're asking these guys that are in the seat of power to relinquish more power, to relinquish, to, to, to tighten up their own belts for the betterment of society. Mm -hmm. We're so far past that in our discourse and politics that it's like, I, good luck. I mean, I, I, uh, but are we past that in the social media realm though? Well, you know, the role of uh, the role of the impartial observer, the role of government would be a good one to regulate that social media but that comes with the problem like now you're asking government to curtail speech so now we're china right like somebody will just make that argument like yeah we're going to use government that's not going to happen so the next best thing was an elon musk who's just who's a technologist trying to purchase this thing and then make the best version of it that he can possibly can yes i mean that's where we're at that's yeah. where we are yeah right yeah but you know yeah yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just I, I I feel like I feel like I feel like it's like I a hundred percent get what you're what you're coming from, and I like part of me honestly like agrees with you in a sense that like perhaps the end of civilization is born out of social media in a way, <laughs> but like. But I, I feel like, man, like there's still this gigantic craving for the truth and there's a gigantic craving for um, having a forum where we can have open and free discussion that could lead to better ideas for the for the betterment of humankind. Yeah. And if shame on us, if we don't try, you know, shame, and, you know, it's kind of like that whole thing is like, if it's important enough for us to do it, we have to do it. You know, like we have to do it. And I think that's at the essence of this Twitter deal. That's like the essence well, of the Twitter deal. It certainly is at the essence of an Elon Musk in, yeah. the, in, the, in the capacity of creating Tesla, right? I mean, yeah. 
you we could have gone you know go 10 years back and uh, these conversations of like well battery cars are even viable like the battery cars like really is that everybody's gonna be driving those things i mean it was it was at that crazy level so i'm not going to as i say bet against elon on anything but (laughs) i just got that feeling that this is just a deep quagmire where nobody who comes in there as the role of a referee is going to come out of that unscathed i mean it's just gonna and maybe in that i think he made that mention in that in that at financial times he mentioned like if doing good means we're just gonna you know get sued when somebody runs the car into a ditch uh, because they weren't paying attention the way we were told them they had to with the way you're driving then so be it because that's better we'll just you know he said we'll just take the heat for it and i think maybe that's what he's thinking about twitter as well right. i'm going to just correct some of this i do like the removal of permanent bans for the reasons that it doesn't actually work mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. when you permanently ban somebody it will just create another account or they go to some other platform or whatever but i but i think that like having the official timeout for adults that are misbehaving mm-hmm. but still have their identity intact in that space I think that's a viable approach only because I think I also like we need more due process in Twitter. We need yeah. more due process, period, in all social media platforms. If, some, if somebody, if you tweet something or write a piece of content and somebody shadow bans that or, you know, or deletes it or puts something on it, it should be like this person by this, like, you know, working at the company. And for this reason, because it crossed this line of this thing, like it has to be identifiable because then if you did we're unfairly banned or whatever it was, who, who, who do you go to contest that? Who do you, if you feel like you're really unfairly banned, there's no due process. There's nothing there. Right. It's just right now, it's just like suddenly your tweets aren't just being shown only to your immediate followers, but it's not being rotated in, in relevance algorithms across the rest of the internet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because somebody with somebody at Twitter decided that it was like, you know, too, too, too toxic. Right. To, but based on their opinion, I don't, I don't know. You know, um, let me give a quick shout out here. RB just gave us a $4 super chat here. Thank you, RB. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you very much. Um, Severin, uh, Lu- I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to say the first name. Lund- Lunderberg? Oh, my God. Uh, I think I'm so sorry, Severin. I think people recognize the 80-20 ugly spreader. Trying to solve it with algorithms seems for me less likely to give a solution than letting the Twitter reading community give the input to solve it. So what do you think about that? Yeah, well, you know what? That's why I like, that's a great point. You know, that's why I like Reddit so much more. Reddit effectively outsourced their content moderation. Reddit just basically said, let everybody create their own uh, little fiefdoms, domains, and let them battle out, like, in whatever category, who's in charge, who, what are the rules of their moderation, what's what counts, what doesn't. That's, I mean, I find, like, discourse on Reddit, like orders of magnitude more intriguing and more nuanced and more interesting than but it's and way, not everywhere it's way Reddit, biased but. though dude like reddit can be pretty biased though that's the thing to, to, it's who? Kind of to what echo, side like towards the left it's pretty echo chambery because I, I i've been a reddit user for a while maybe i'm on the wrong uh, subreddits <laughs> but <laughs> you, you know some of mine <laughs> yeah <be> fine. <laughs> okay but so so do you do you but do you think do you view reddit as a more like, do you think that's a viable solution? I mean, from what from you've a, seen? From a, from a social media company perspective, I think that they were smart mm-hmm. about how they mm-hmm. did that, how they like, because then they, because the, here's the other thing. If you decide, like, there is some speech, there is some things that are just too dangerous, right? Like, just child pornography. Nobody wants child pornography online, period. Like, let's just say that that, we should all agree, that's just bad, terrible shit, shouldn't happen. 
you know, think of the kids, whatever. Yeah. To if you were really going to go towards like a free, you know, free speech first model, I mean, the bit, the, 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 the lines of what you would consider crossing that line into the child pornography zone is really, really, really low. It's like child pornography and like, you know, putting somebody's phone number to suggest somebody should go kill somebody. Like, it's like, it's like, it's very boxed in. It's not, it doesn't do, let me say, it wouldn't do shit for misinformation Mm -hmm. or misleading information. It Mm -hmm. wouldn't rise to that. So if you're going to put a bunch of people, it should just be around that. That's actually what Reddit does, right? They have some, they have some admins and they have people they've hired and they're just kind of taking out, you know, accounts that are bad that have that kind of stuff that cross that line. But pretty much everything else is fairly open, except for some of the liberal bias that perhaps given where Reddit's come from, you know, California, whatever. Yeah. I don't even know where Reddit's headquarters are. Like so maybe that's something there. But but let me give an example of something. So, for example, we have somebody in, in the comment RB. He says, I'm permanently banned from Reddit, uh, uh, the politics subreddit for COVID misinformation. Um, and so, so some of the subreddits, and I think I've seen this too, is like some of the subreddits get to a certain size that's say, I think the politics subreddit has over a million people, RB, correct Mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, but they have a ton of people there. But whenever I go to the politics subreddit, it's like, you know, and again, I am an, an, and I'm not a left or right guy. I'm I'm an ideas guy. I just like ideas, but it's, it's very obvious that that subreddit to me seems to have a very heavy left, uh, like lean, but it's marketed as a politics subreddit. It's marketed as a, as a forum for people to discuss politics. But if you were there during the Trump administration, like the entire, I remember this, the first 20 posts were just posts shitting on Trump the entire time, right or wrong. It was super anti Yeah, but that's not subreddit. Like, did he, did he, did, uh, but it's marketed as politics though, right? And it's got oh, millions yes. of people. That's yes, the problem. because they were one of the original subreddits. Like exactly. They were one of the first and like just somehow the a left left. So it's like whoever has the first mover control. advantage. Yeah. If you have first mover advantage in that yeah. space, then you can push your bias. Yeah. And but, you know, you know from uh, I don't know who owns Reddit now because they've been bought out by a couple of people. But I yeah. mean, that, you know, it's like it's not it's not Reddit's real, not, not Reddit corporate's real problem. That's just that subreddit and the way that subreddit happened to like bubble up. But isn't that the problem, though? Because now now you've created an echo chamber where you can't have discourse. You can't have real discourse, you know? 100%. But, I, you know, there's going to be other subreddits. Like, the argument will be like, go back and create another subreddit. You know, the anti-politics subreddit. I think that's what he mentioned, right? Like, you got banned out of that. I don't Yeah, but that was just going to be opposite. (laughs) It's going to be (laughs) right-winning. Yeah. Dude, that happens all the time on Reddit. You know? That's like all the time on Reddit. People get fed up with the mods taking going too crazy, and then they go create yeah. another anti subreddit against that subreddit. But and I think that's one kinda... of the that's one of the problems of of like of uh, of leaving it up to the people to moderate. And and I can see how maybe maybe we need like some sort of combination of like um, um, I don't know. I, I still feel like AI and and algorithms can play a role here, where you can have like the complete arbiter of like. Of, of abiding by the law of each jurisdiction and then you could have like people uh perhaps like i don't know i have no idea i have I no mean, idea no one has a problem with you know a subreddit shutting down subreddit that has child pornography no one has a problem with of that, course the vast majority but when you shut down a subreddit because there's actual questions about the vaccines 
and it gets lumped into this wider, just anti-vax everything, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's when things get vague and weird because like you still want to know like, well, how safe are these vaccines really? And what were the testing protocols and have like a thoughtful, educated understanding of what's happening? Like, how are they actually, you know, whatever, whatever all that was. Yeah. It just seems like as soon as COVID hit, you know, the line was easy to manage anti-porn. But then the vaccine nightmare of misinformation exploded. And it happened everywhere, by the way, not just right. It's everywhere. Right, right? right, right. And then you can't actually discern, like, what's legit or what's like the official government stance versus like, you know, the, you know, the, uh, I don't know people that actually know what the hell they're talking about related so, to these vaccines. It's just hard to figure out. How are you going to tell me if it's not an algorithm, if it's a person or a group of people, how, how's anybody supposed to figure referee all that out? Right? So you I guess can't. where my head goes is like, why is that even a part of the like refereeing discussion? Why don't you just allow the information to happen, like exist and then folks and then just allow the public to to do what they need to do to sift through the information because is it like like the the question and i, I don't it's, know i don't know what the right answer is but my, my question is like how if you go back to like the ultimate purpose of freedom of speech how does conversations like that break the law in any sense right no you you make a valid point and i would argue that that's that that's fine if there wasn't this relevance model surfacing the content you know, right. so making like you're part of the echo chamber just for, by simply using the platform. Right. Period. The, 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 it's just going to it's just going to keep coming at you. I got a cousin that's anti-vax and I think he's like got a lot of misinformation about it all. Like, I think mm -hmm. he's really down the down the deep end on this thing. Mm -hmm. And to this day, we can't talk to each other anymore. Right? Like we just we can't have an honest conversation. There's no discovery. There's no mm -hmm. interest. It's just more about like, well, see, here's another example of why he thinks it's bad and why I think he's out of his mind or whatever it is right yeah the algorithm is messing with us both effectively yeah it's just self-reference it's like self-referencing the same content is just my argument on that you know yeah, yeah now i do i do like a couple other things that have been brought up i would say um yeah the transparency and judgment is essential yeah but i got one that i think is not going to be not going to make people wouldn't make people pleased with this idea but i think it part of the problem is that it's just still too easy to create content, however, however truthful, however it's necessary. It's too easy to create and publish content. Like, I just think that we need like a little, like a penny tax or something per tweet, just enough oh. to get rid of like massive bot, massive, you know, cheap overseas generating of chum content that's just designed to do exactly that just like get everybody vitriol like get everybody worked up about just kind of whatever. like a spam like it, to, to try and like minimize spam kind of thing just in, um, spam for sort or to for force certain, people to think about what they're going to publish before they <laughs> okay. just to reduce the number of like 12 year old you know cheeto dust keyboard warriors out there <laughs> just like you mean just me? constantly fucking with each other and fucking with us and laughing about it you know what i mean like, I love hot Cheetos. Like, I understand this culture. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, we, we they got to work a little harder. If you really if your idea is really that important, if you're really identifying a problem in society that you really need to get the concept out, I mean, you shouldn't have to pay gobs of money to put publish something. But just a little bit to, like, think, like, do I really want to share this random unsourced video on my WhatsApp to, like, all my family about whatever crazy the earth is flat? Yeah. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be something in there. But let's think about that, it. though. Let's let's extrapolate that idea. Because I, I think I, I like that idea, but then I'm trying to think, what are the negatives of it? Wouldn't that give the people with the most money the most voice, in a sense? Yeah, and that's you, always the argument against any kind of, like, any kind of tax. That's the argument. Like, the carbon yeah. tax is what I get mostly about. I think there should be a carbon tax. I'm with Elon. It should be a carbon tax yesterday. Yeah. Like, you I know, agree. and, like, gradually increasing so that everybody can plan for it and then adjust accordingly, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you do you, do people really feel that the five cents per plastic bag is onerous on poor people? Like, now they have to go get bags if they don't want to spend the five cents? Right. I mean, really? Like, I don't know. But... It's just way, way, way easy to go on Fiverr, pay a guy a dollar an hour and have him just like just work all day, every day, right. making whatever memes, whatever, you know, yeah. signing up with a thousand accounts on Reddit or whatever. And then just like creating these like, you know, content farms. Really. We have a comment here. Uh, I think the fundamental problem is that people don't change their minds in the face of overwhelming evidence. Yeah. What do you think about because that? Because it's wrapped up in there. I agree with that. That's something a big time. And I and I I'm doing a lot of work on myself recently because I definitely lean left, you know, but I've gotten more in the center as I've been pushed. <laughs> from some of the craziest on this like <laughs> thanks guys you just, it's like well, i didn't even want to be here but i have to because like you guys are crazy too and just like those guys like you know yeah. it's like we're getting squeezed in the center but yes that sentiment is true i think it's just because it it wraps you into your identity like you build a scaffolding of perception of what you think the world is or how you think the world is wrong and then any new information that you know antagonizes that it just like makes you more defensive i'll give you the example in the history of mankind when someone said to someone that's losing their shit hey man calm down has that ever worked has that ever worked for anybody yeah, yeah. it doesn't but, it doesn't but, and and like social media or relevance model content it's just giving you like just scroll on tiktok and you'll get the next one that'll piss you off but right? again isn't the isn't the going back to going back to sort of the 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 aspirational goal of twitter of being the open town town square of humanity isn't that the way to try and uh, help ourselves try to move away from that by being exposed to all the different things that that people are thinking about and how they're approaching it isn't that the really the only way to i hate to use the word train but to like get ourselves get our brains more conditioned to being used to uh, being used to hearing the opposite side or the or the yeah. overwhelming evidence isn't don't we have to create some sort of environment at least give people an option that says hey if you go here everything's wide open there is there's bias has been minimized and you're being exposed to the uh, a free flow of information where you can be exposed to all the different things and then perhaps it becomes a <clears throat> it becomes a uh, trying to solve the curiosity problem that says hey I'm curious about expanding my horizons I'm curious about seeing the alternate viewpoints and the alternate narratives right yeah like one then, of my favorite yeah sorry one just, I want, one of my favorite subreddits is a change my viewpoint subreddit cmv on reddit it's oh. amazing it's like somebody goes on there and they're like all right this is how i think of this issue like and they put in all their explanation and then they have then the community has this honest discussion with this person giving them like, okay, well, here's where, you know, you might not have thought of mm -hmm. enough 
about whatever it is you think. It's a beautiful example of how the internet can actually really work in making sure that you're not just simply going down your own rabbit hole yeah. of, of an opinion, right? Um, but how do you create that across the entire platform? I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, just telling people to be nicer and kind, you know, be kind is probably one of those things. Probably telling people like, hey, if you're just going to troll somebody, you're just going to you're just pushing them further into believing the earth is flat. Like you're not actually helping by ridiculing that person. You're just shoving them further and further into their entrenched views. Right. Yeah. So you're not helping. Right. Like, so can we dial some of the trolling down algorithmically? If the, if like, I know there's sentiment analysis of tweets, you can, there's software that can get gauge rough sentiment analysis. Well, I think that's why removing the bots is such a big part of the equation. Yeah. I mean, that would try to solve that, you know, I think there's an open area to explore with that Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. But, but then, you know, we still got to make sure we open source all of that, right? Like right. really, how is the bot work? And then I think if like pragmatically from like a data, con- like I do, I do work with data technology. I wouldn't want that project. Like that project sounds <laughs> yeah. atrociously <laughs> complicated. Like what? Yeah, what? I mean, you wouldn't be able to pay me I mean, enough. <laughs> what is AI? What is AI? What is AI? AI is a method to not write the algorithm. Right. But to make the to train the algorithm to respond a particular way, you're inherently creating the bias in that algorithm one way or the other. You're just training the algorithm over permutations to like not drive the car off the road, to identify mm-hmm. a tweet the, that somebody wrote that's like too toxic or untrue or has misleading information that we need to like adjust its ability to spread too far. Yeah, how do we do that? Yeah, like, I, know. I don't know. There, there's a comment that was just posted that I think it's actually pretty, pretty, um, that maybe paints a picture that it's not as like, maybe this is the ultimate, uh, like this bit, perhaps this is as good as it's going to get, uh, uh, evil, uh, Sagan says, love how you all can discuss freedom of speech. Meanwhile, my country's government sues and jails people for speaking something they don't like. Yeah. So it's almost like, like it's. Yeah, sorry, you have to live through that evil, evil Saigon. That yeah. sucks. But like, I, I wonder if maybe, like, is this environment now? Could could this be it? Like the fact that we're like, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you feel like you do you feel somehow more empowered, or do you feel like the latest thing that has happened with the Twitter thing and the Trump thing and everything that's going on right now, where I feel like people are going almost going out of their way to speak their mind a little bit more. Do you, have you sensed that at all from your end? Because I feel like I've sensed that a little bit on my end. Is that people are feel more empowered or feel more open about speaking more openly and speaking more freely? Or, or is it just a am I in my own bubble know. seeing that? Or you don't you don't see that? My feelings are well, I guess from the crowds and friends that I've had over the years, I get a feeling that people are they're mix it's mixed bag, really. Like mm-hmm. some people are definitely becoming way, 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 way more open to just sharing their thoughts and let the chips fall where they may, you know, the, yeah. the, the what is that guy? Stephen Martin model, <laughs> the, uh, what's his name? Stephen <laughs> Mark Ryan. Yeah. Stephen Mark Ryan. Yeah, Stephen, yeah. Why would I say Stephen Mark for that? <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's hilarious. He's amazing he's too. Shout and out. He's cr- <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> um, 
like there's people there's those characters and i think that kind of voice is really important out to be out there and not to be curtailing that he's impassioned by the by what he speaks and he as far as i can tell is like as truthful as he can possibly be you know you know where he stands i respect that but that's a that's a big that takes courage right that takes some cojones you know mm, and maybe does. some source of income that's not dependent on somebody else's opinion of you right right i don't think we have that fully out there for everybody but I do see people becoming more open to just expressing whatever the hell is happening. I think part of that is coming from you're just getting stimulated enough. <laughs> Go back to the damn algorithm to just be like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm tired of seeing, you know, whatever it is. I'm tired of seeing these attacks on Sesame Street. You know, I'm going to get mm-hmm. online and tell people how important Sesame Street is, it's like, you find it everywhere. It's like, it doesn't matter if there's an issue, if there's something of contention, there's going to be a group on that on one side, pushing that issue. And then the counter side to that. And the more, the more hard grained that line is, the more the algorithms like collecting those people into those groups and feeding them each other's like worst content to do that. That, that troubles me deeply because I worry that that's the, I, I, let me back up one point. I've been waiting for the the great burnout to happen. I've been waiting for everybody to like finally feel like they've said everything that they've you know hated about everything about the world, got it out of their system, and finally go okay. Now I really got to work with the other side of whoever it is to figure out like how can we find common ground. We're not there yet, I think. Yeah, but not there yet. That's a scary thought because I feel like that. That I think the only way to get there is to like, uh, like, is violence the 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 place where that happens? Because if you think about like, if 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 we're heading towards the direction of, you know, like the monkey brain's gonna keep getting stimulated, I feel like there's no end to that stimulation, and it's eventually just gonna lead to that to well, that place. You know, I don't know. Well, if it, yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'm terrified. I think anybody that advocates for war is super disrespectful for all the to all the people that are stuck in a war of none of their like that have nothing Mm. to do with what they their lives were about. Right. Mm. Like it's super gross to think you would want to advocate for like, well, I got well, we're just going to go to war. We're going to pick up my pistols and I'm going to go just do something. I think that that is like the worst possible is that's a cancer to a society Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um on the other hand maybe we need an outlet for some violence and maybe we got to take that mma model (laughs) and expand (laughs) it sponsored fights if you really hate this other guy that much dude there's this one anti-batch or the flat earth you do time to bring back dueling time to bring it back there is a guys uh, in the ring, make the ref a doctor <laughs> so the doctor can kind of make sure like no one's going to actually totally kill or maim somebody. Have at it. Oh, Have my God. It, there's a, there's a channel called uh, I think it's called Street Beefs. I forget what it's called because I'm a huge MMA fan and uh, I forget I forget what it's called. But literally, it's like two people that have beef. It's like in the street. They make like the, this like octagon made out of like plywood. I don't even know. It's that like was the, MMA not uh, that long ago. Yeah, that was MMA yeah. Not and that like long ago. two people that have beef, you throw them in there, they beat the shit out of each other, and then the beef's done. And I was like, okay, well, cool. 
let's get back to it you know so i don't know man i feel like like you mma know. is not a now a professional <laughs> level right like professional killers finding other professional killers yeah, that's we need like story. the minor leagues of that yeah, we need yeah like yeah. the junior league the uh oh you just got upset with your neighbor yeah you know i, I duel you every neighborhood has like, like an octagon and they can <laughs> they can go on the out, app yeah. and schedule 230. <laughs> i mean Wait, you know one side you know violence in video games like the, yeah. the, the the data in that is really clear that violence in video games doesn't necessarily correlate to increased violence right it may actually reduce violence because yeah, it may like outlet. you know get on there, have at it, and then yeah. it's just it's gone, right? Not to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some of this is is that I'm hoping, you know. Yeah. I mean, there needs yeah. to be, you know, whenever like that guy that's living in a repressed, you know, society, like it 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 doesn't like that repression then manifests itself in other ways, in other like un like. But passive aggressiveness or just not really believing in the country that you're living, not working, you're doing your best, you know, figuring it comes out in other weird, you can't really control that. Like right. those governments that have a really repressive regime are trying to keep their like thing from falling apart. Right. Just look at Russia's invasion of Ukraine, how like abysmally bad it's been. Yeah. And that's because there's graft and corruption all the way down those generals, down to the guy riding the tanks into the damn field. Yeah. They were all skimming off the tops. So they didn't really apply. I mean, there's 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 some reports like, you know, some some field guys has to have 100 troops. Well, he only hired like 90 because he kept you know, he, he got let there's let there's no it's soft in those corrupt areas. Nothing really works because there's graft and there's just a cheating system. Nobody trusts anybody. It's just a bad way, a bad way of doing things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in my opinion, uh, you know, so to wrap up the the Twitter, because I know we want to yeah. talk about FSC for a oh, little yeah. bit. So yeah, um, yeah. to wrap up the Twitter. And by the way, it's over an hour already. Like, I can't this believe is, it. Like, it's ridiculous, back. dude. <laughs> like, I feel like every time we talk, I'll get in trouble like, with this, with this episode. <laughs> come on, get out of here. This is great. I'm having a blast. Let me know if you guys in the chat are having a good time. I'm having a good time. Sounds like Ernesto's having a great time. Um, so to wrap yeah. up the Twitter topic, so yeah. um, are you still in the camp that you don't think it should go through? Uh, you don't think Elon should, uh, uh, should, should close the deal? Yeah. 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 I, w I mean, there's other things I'd like to see done. It would be awesome if you opened up the API again. That would Then we can actually study the data that's in there, right? Yeah. That make yeah. the ecosystem. Um, definitely the transparency. You know, I mean, I listen, if he gets the deal done and it's probably going to happen, right, mm -hmm. maybe at a lower price point, mm -hmm. I wishing him the best of luck to actually do something fascinating. Like, I think of all the people in the world that could probably pull it off and has enough engineers and has enough resources, but doesn't have to, you know, has enough of a runway to make it work. It's yeah. that guy. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. I would rather if the thing does fall through um you know hey good because there's so much you know tesla's you got to get that thing even bigger like yeah. just keep going. But th th i want to go into that so actually because yeah. you're uh i watched your full uh, fsd and you had a really interesting insight that you were think you were saying that if if elon's off here dealing with twitter and then the main ai guy what's his name again andre karpathy 
yeah, he's taking a, a probably long overdue sabbatical. And I think sabbatical is really important. I think taking breaks from the workflow brings uh, opens you up to, for inspiration. So none of that's like a bad thing. Right. Um, but if that's happening, it was interesting. You mentioned that it means FSD is like, it's on its, it's, it's coasting. It's cruising yep. along. It's not in a state where like they're debating whether it's going to work or not. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Do you don't buy that? <laughs> no, I do. No, okay. I do. You're the expert. I buy it. That's a that's amazing yeah. implication to me. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I think like, th th there's one key thing I've learned following Tesla, working there, is that when they have a big enough goal, which which kind of uh, it's like a, also Twitter. That's why I think Twitter is going to work out. But that's a we we'll close that topic off. But. Um, They've proven that they're masters at executing against big goals that they've set in their sites. Okay, and so full self-driving to me is is a it, it's not a matter of if it's it's honestly it's such a matter of when that it, it, we're it's we're so far into that realm. Like if is not even a question in my mind. It's it's gonna get done. It is one hundred percent gonna get done. The, how, the, how do you how do you define full self-driving though? My like and by yeah. that I mean can I sleep in the car? You know, yeah, I think we'll get there a hundred percent. Like we'll get there. I don't know if this is a, a this year thing. So here, okay. here's how I had full have, I have full self driving in my head. Okay, I think there's a pathway for them given the the recent happenings of Andre going on sabbatical. Elon feels like he has enough bandwidth for Twitter. Okay, um, those are the two big ones. But you also have developments where, you know, I've seen it with my own two eyes, full self-driving keeps getting better and better. I think there is a pathway for them by the end of this year to release uh, what would be deemed a full self-driving uh, software that's going to allow people to go from point A to point B without uh, touching the wheel at all. And it's just as re reliable, if not more reliable than a human driver in markets. So in markets where, let's say, weather is not a huge deal. So that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. And and in theory, you can hit, you oh can probably God. hit like 30 to 40% of the United States population with that, like with that, uh, like subsegment. So for example, like rural areas or suburban areas, like where traffic is pretty predictable. Not even like anywhere where it doesn't snow. Let's just use that. Anywhere where it doesn't snow or like FSD turns off when it starts snowing for now because we just can't sure or, or they don't up. make it available in those areas i really do think they're that close to that or, or they have a pathway to get there so all of california basically every like the south the south uh west part of uh of the country california oregon port or um washington arizona nevada texas you know you go down florida whatever I'm moving yeah <laughs> I'm there moving. you go I, I really do think i really do think they're they're gonna get there they're gonna get there by the end of the year um, I mean, because they must have these things. They must have these cars. Are, I mean, they do. They have them on the roads already. Yeah. They're doing their beta. But then there's other software levels above that that they're testing right. probably in tighter and tighter teams going. It's right. checking off. It's checking off. It's still checking off. Yeah. So, and, right? and, and, and the implications to think about this is like there's only there's other um, uh, I think Waymo and a couple other companies have self-driving cars today, but they are in a like in a like 12 block um sub segment of a specific city so if you think about it, a percentage of the population that has access to that is like single digit or less less it's fractional right now you think about what are the implications of full self-driving going live in certain markets say all of san francisco all of la all of austin 
all of Las Vegas and like pick a bunch of other cities, Tampa, Orlando, so on and so forth. All of these markets become live and you can use full self-driving anywhere within those those markets. You already have exposed call 30 to 40 million, uh, maybe not that many, 30 million people have been, now been exposed to a technology that is uh, getting them from point A to point B at a fraction of the cost of any other solution. And it's just as easy to hail as an Uber. Oh, and by the way, this is going to scale to the rest of the country super quickly. Okay. Whereas these other companies have to uh, generate a ton of training data in specific markets because of the technology that they decided to use for their solutions. So like Waymo, I know uses LiDAR. A lot of these companies use LiDAR. So they have to create very accurate maps of where they're going. Whereas Tesla's full self-driving solution is much more uh, is much more scalable because it's just relying on what it sees with its own two eyes, like a human driver. That's why you can drive. Where do you live right now? Where are you from? Washington D.C. Washington D.C. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Outskirts, so, Virginia side. So that's why you can. Yeah. That's why you can go to say you you can take a flight to Austin right now, and you can get in a rental car and drive because you have a neural net that's in your brain yeah. that's allowing you to map out what a road means. These other car comp these other self-driving companies cannot do that. Tesla is the yeah. only one that can do that. And as soon as it becomes available in those markets, I think what's going to happen, a light bulb is going to go off to the rest of the population that thought this is impossible and they're like, "Okay, yeah, no, this is like here. That like we're we're yeah. here. It's just a matter of time for it to be opened up for the I'm rest of the country." I'm wondering, yeah. you know, having a car that that's that's that responsive to potential collisions like at what point, how many of those Tesla cars need to be on the road using, you know, assisted driving and FSD to start actually taking a thing out of like potential acts. So I used to be a former firefighter. So I got mm -hmm. to see actual car wrecks. I ran, was on a rescue squad truck actually. No, so, you know, I got to go to a lot of T-bones and like multiple multi-car pileups and things. Um, this is my younger years. So, you know, I, I can, I have visceral memories of like what it's like to be mangled in, in a car and have to get somebody out and to have these cars that can just like prepare for that impact or accelerate just a little bit out of the way before you, you're not even seeing it. Cause it's like the cameras are behind you. You're not looking right. at that thing. It's just, you're moving the, you know, the, the potential reduction of that is astounding. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think like, I'd, I'd like to know if somebody's out there, I don't know if somebody would know that starting to figure that out. Cause I, I get the, I, you know, I get that, uh, what is it? The, the, the annual reports sort of aiming for like 10, 10 times reduction in safety for the actual driver driving Tesla. But what's not being thought of is like, well, that's not the only person involved in a car accident, right? Like it's exactly. the other car, the other driver, or the, or, or just seeing, by the way, deer <laughs> oh my yeah. god like careful when you see one deer there's always going to be more like immediately slow down those yeah. things will just like wreck you you know i have a funny able... deer story by the way you do yeah every oh, time my dad would borrow my car for like a five-year period he would always hit a deer and i'm not even kidding <sighs> i swear to god like he was like i would not i would not let him drive my cars after a certain point because he's just like a magnet for deer this was when we were living in pennsylvania anyway sorry <laughs> That's like I'm like scarred. Like literally, I, I remember telling my mom, "Is like, do not let him drive my car." Because the last three times, literally, I had three different cars and three different times he, he either hit a deer or he hit something because of a deer, and and it became damaged. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. But but you I, make. I, I'll, I'll give you one car accident story. Yeah, I ran, yeah. We ran a call, and this guy. I mean, his car was in a ditch, and it had like just 
like the front left tire totally totally crumpled i mean he must have hit this deer really hard and he was kind of banged up because some of the deer parts went into the into he had open window so he got kind of like hit with something yeah and i got there and you know you start processing and the guy's laughing and i was like sir why are you are you okay like why are you laughing he goes this is my ex-wife's car no (laughs) day was like okay yeah. all right you know he's thrilled he was, he was, he was all right <laughs> he got back at her like he in your back. face your car is totally yeah. no but, you but i mean a great it's, point. This, it's, yeah. it's all that stuff that's out there still to be calculated and tabulated like it's it, it's going to come a point where you'll run into towns where you have to have fsd on when is mm. that right mm. when does that happen yeah you know? i mean that, that's going to be interesting to see but 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 the point you make is great it's like not it's not just a reduction of accidents it's a reduction of severity of accidents as well you know and that's why i think that that correlates directly to one of the comments i don't know if you follow sandy monroe um yes yeah it, 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 often on here though when he does a breakdown yeah yeah, yeah. he he interviewed elon and he've ta- they've talked about this is that they they both think that full self-driving technology is going to do more for safety than airbags or uh, seat belts right because of the avoidance and the capability of reacting to the scenario to try and minimize the likelihood of an accident or a severe accident right yeah think, so, think of a whip think of a whiplash situation where you're parked and the car just distracted yeah. driving plows into behind you if you can get your car to just move a little bit it reduces yeah. the impact forces at that moment when they hit you yep humans are going to do that you're sitting there waiting for the red light you're not looking at your rear view meter see who's actually going to you know come from behind right fsd can do that 100%, yeah i believe 100%. it 100 yeah be amazing man. i think <clears throat> i think you this know? is the year where i mean again i could be 100 wrong i i just i'm just trying to put some breadcrumbs together based on my insight and my experience to say hey i'm confident that this is going to happen based on what happened you know like the like the, the current events that, that are going down with twitter and andre taking a sabbatical and whatever <clears throat> but i think the bigger story is going to be once it becomes clear enough for the rest of the population that this is a done deal and it's just a matter of time for the rest of the markets to open up <clears throat> I think that the way Tesla is going to be perceived is going to dramatically transform from car company to a true technology company. To software company. Yeah. yeah. So- and that and that yeah. is going to do all kinds of crazy stuff to Tesla's you don't think valuation. That's still, that, that, you don't think that's priced into the institutional Hell investment? no. Dude, it's not even... I, I would say not even the... I wouldn't say the the car business is fully priced into the to the, to the stock price right now, especially now. You know, like no, no one's really thinking about the the growth potential for the even the next two years and the amount of cash you're going to be able to generate uh, in the upcoming years. Forget FSD, just getting to three million plus cars a year at, you know, 35 percent margin is completely ridiculous. And when you have a, a prospect of growing the car business 50 percent year over year and you layer in your full self-driving and you layer in your solar and you layer oh, and in the battery storage. 70 percent on the down market with the covid and supply chains you're still killing your own projections so yeah so these guys right. elon the ai guy these guys aren't the type of guys to let off the gas unless the things are the rocket ships already launched a hundred percent a hundred percent that and and that and that, that's what i saw internally i can't tell you how many times folks would uh go on vacation like like when big guys or big girls went on when i say big i mean like you know they have a lot of responsibility right. you know um 
when they went on a long vacation, to me, it was an indication that, okay, like what's coming down the pike is going to happen because, you know, we may be waiting for some something and then it it's like on the route to get to us. And then the person that was responsible for leading it, they're like, oh, no, you know, they're, they're gone for a couple of weeks. And then before you know it, boom, the freaking onslaught of work comes because now that piece is done. And now you got to do your piece to make it happen. So, but again, I could be wrong. It, you know, some people have theorized that, hey, the reason why uh, Andre took a sabbatical is because they've hit a wall and Elon needs him to go figure some stuff out while he goes by goes and buys Twitter. You know what I'm saying? To like keep himself sort of um, occupied. But Twitter is not a four month uh, commitment. Twitter is a multi-year commitment. Right. So to me, if Elon's doing that and the head of AI is taking the sabbatical, to me, it says that at the very least, at the very, very least, that yeah. team that's overseeing full self-driving has has it handled whatever if, it means. If yeah. Tesla was in trouble at this stage and any level that would measurably impact the, the production, I don't see Elon suddenly going, oh, you know, I want to try out no this way. Twitter thing. See what's up. No, no way. And, no. And, and, he's, and he's repeatedly right. said that, you know, the bot, which is something that they're working on as well, the bot is is directly correlated to the full self-driving uh uh sort of like think of it as the as the neural networks or whatever you want to call it th those two are tied together because the technology that's going to be driving full self-driving is going to be driving the bot and he's stated repeatedly that the bot and full self-driving are numero uno uh uh i'm saying numero uno as if i'm not from spain numero uno like i'm <laughs> saying it with a freaking american accent uh so i'm so weird um they uh those things are top priority for the company, okay? And it is not in their DNA, especially I believe uh, Elon's DNA, that he would let off the gas from something that's top priority because he has never done that in the history of uh, us following his journey. He never did that when he started Tesla. He never did that mm -hmm. when he started SpaceX. He never did that when they were using, getting to reusable rockets, uh, ramping up Model 3. The dude basically almost killed himself by overworking almost, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's not in the DNA. So I, I do not see, yeah. I, I think I've made my point a couple of times already, yeah. but it's like, you know, I'd yeah. like to see, a, I like to see a journalist actually ask Elon, Hey man, now that you're in your, to your fifties, like, you know, what are you doing to, you know, extend your, you know, the journey here? Like, are you, you know, are you eating right? Are you working out a little? Yeah, How's yeah. your sleep? <laughs> like I would want to, you know, I want that guy around for a long while. There's still yeah. like so much more to do. Right. That's um, one of the topics but, that comes up in our community quite a bit is like, like the, if there's one thing that people are concerned about is Elon's health, um, for sure. And I worry about it too, honestly, uh, but we, just, we need a David, we need to hire David Goggins to follow you on. <laughs> Dude, David Goggins might give him a freaking heart attack, bro. What are you talking about? You got five minutes to do pushups now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay <laughs> hard. Stay hard. <laughs> Conquer your inner bitch. Stay hard. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, you, uh, have you had John uh, du du uh, John Duma? Is that his name? Du oh, James Dama. Yeah, James. Yeah, I haven't had him on names. yet. No, you're good. I'm I'm probably worse. Um, James Dama. No, I haven't had him on yet. I'd like to have him on at some point. Um, yeah, he, he's uh, he's super knowledgeable uh, when it comes to AI. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll definitely look to set that up at some point. I do have uh, somebody coming on on Tuesday. His name is on. Um, um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, John, his first name's John, but his channel is called Dr. Know-It-All. Dr. Know-It-All oh, knows yes. it all. And he's a sort of an AI expert as well. Um, so he's I, so, I'm going to so talk nerdy. to him on he's Tuesday. Great. He's great. He's great. He's the man. <laughs> I, I met him uh, on 
when we were doing TeslaCon and the Giga, Giga Texas launch a few weeks ago. Oh, uh, I, I met him in person. I was, he's a super nice guy. His wife's really nice too. So I'm excited to have him on on Tuesday and we're going to chat about that. But but yeah, uh, uh, that's uh, James is one of the guys that I've been looking to, to get on my channel at some point. But uh, yeah, he's, he has a lot of really insight. Yeah. yeah, it'd be really good to get some 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 into. There's other there's other former test. Have you been reaching out to anybody who's not on a you know YouTube channel to get on the show? Yeah, who, I, I've know, talked to three not. former Tesla employees. Yeah. Um, so that's been pretty fun. I've been chatting to one of my uh, one of my buddies from Tesla. Um, you know, whenever that person decides that they've uh, that they're going to move on from the company, whenever that is, um, him and I are going to do like a mega mega podcast because him and I are pretty close and we've seen a lot and we've built a lot of things together. Like we're almost envisioning like sitting down and you know having a few beers and like who knows how long this thing's going to be like a five hour mega podcast or something. Yeah. I have no, it's going to be insane. But we'll try our best to tell stories without getting sued <laughs> because yeah. of our NDA. Please <laughs> don't. Yeah. 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 But I think, um, I think, uh, no, Tesla has been very good with that stuff. I haven't heard anything. They've been, I think they're okay with what I'm doing. We feel like you got a good beat on the balance. I mean, you know, what's yeah. like the sensitive stuff that has to be protected yeah, of course. from those guys. Like, you know, they, that yeah. just, that's just part of the, I would never, I would never yeah. disclose anything that I feel like is going to jeopardize the company or is going to uh, somehow give some sort of uh, data points that could be, um, you know, that are not public or can be mis misconstrued. Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah. I, I'm being very careful with that. Well, stuff. hold on a yeah. sec. Everything sure. can get misconstrued no matter what. So it's not, sure. I don't even think you, <laughs> or, or obviously it, it can be very obviously be misconstrued. Let's just put it right. that way. Like I'm trying to right. frame stuff uh, appropriately, but yeah. anyway, all right, man, so we wrap it up here we're almost at an hour and a half sure. we had any any last thoughts before we uh close this uh close the sucker out no but listen i really appreciate your audience everybody yeah. you know that's been really cool i know that some of you guys jumped on my channel it's not it doesn't track exactly with this world but the you know this is an amazing story and i'm going to keep following it and as far as that thank you so much like we should i'm going to keep doing this with you as things yeah. happen Let's see what happens with this Twitter deal. Heck he yeah. should get a better price. It seems like I think he will. I think he much. will. Yeah. Too much. At the very least, he'll get a reprised given the, the recent macro stuff that's going on. And I think he definitely will. Uh, one of the tweets he said underneath that tweet that he sent that he's it's on hold is that he's still committed to closing it out. So I think I think ultimately it's just a it's just a play of leverage to try and get a better deal uh, with the intention of of getting there. Right yeah, I mean, everybody that's piled in money between the announcement to get that price differential, like four or five bucks between yeah. like the stated price. I mean, they, you knew what you were doing, right. you know, you're buying in at something that like if, if, you know, that shouldn't, shouldn't weigh into this discussion. So right. like basically any short-term investing, you really shouldn't have, I mean, I don't know. So you, you, you're, you're just gambling. So yeah, in a sense like you're rolling the dice you know yeah. i mean so i'm if i hope it works out for everybody but if it doesn't you know doesn't you know it's be more fine next time. Like, <laughs> with, the real big problem is going to be like what is he going to do with this mess so it'll right. be interesting to see what happens as they start to roll out and, yeah you know, it's sure. going to take some time to figure out some of this 100 percent this world but 100 anyway. man yeah one last time you want to plug your uh, your stuff real quick twitter youtube Through the noise podcast on youtube is where i really need to help i've had the audio show for like seven years and it's like going deep in there is super boring because i used to just interview the nonprofit world which is where i got started in podcasting mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. i should correct that it was really interesting for me 
I'm not so sure it would be interesting for some of your your groups, but the the recent stuff on all the renewables, the clean tech, the AI that I'm pulling in and bringing in those companies, that's now and that's all going to get pushed on the YouTube channel. So if anybody's interested, appreciate you guys checking it out. So awesome! Make sure you go check it out. And yeah, let's let's do this again sometime, dude, because I really love the back and forth we have, and I and I love the fact that we do have like when we were going back and forth on the Twitter stuff there that debate. I love that because it was super engaging, and you were making such great points and was helping me sort of like. Um, uh, thinking about my my uh, side of the story as well. So I like the fact that we do have some different opinions on some things. And I think that's what makes it such a great discussion. You know, yeah, that's well, why free speech is so beautiful. Very important. <laughs> you got to understand the other side's perspective. Yeah. You, you're just you're just not really getting what's happening. Right. Like yeah. reality is way more complicated. So absolutely. you have to hear everybody's thoughts around it. Right. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Anyway. All right, everybody. Gentle, everybody. See Take ya. it easy.